You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. Let's start for today. And don't forget here, Beat the Streak, a free-to-play MLB fantasy team that lives online and within a standalone app. The goal is to establish a virtual hitting streak along with Joe DiMaggio's 56-game record. Players choose one or two hitters each day. If you go 57 days in a row with a selected player registering a hit, you win $5.6 million. It's the exception of the game in 01. No one has won. Beat the Streak, the podcast. Our guy, Matt Spiegel, 670 score host, breaks it down, brings you context each day to the leaderboard, and helps you out. So go download the podcast, play the game, and uh, maybe we can help you out in this segment here with some some props and some thoughts on uh, today's Major League Baseball. So the one thing that stood out to me, and it was an interesting weekend in baseball, um, specifically the Yankees and the White Sox. I mean, that was the marquee series that I was paying attention to. It got a lot of buzz. Josh Donaldson against Tim Anderson became the biggest, uh, you know, talking point story. But then yesterday on the field, White Sox won both those games. My guy, Johnny Cueto in the first game, pitching well for the White Sox. And then Kopech last night had a perfect game through at five or six. He was very good. And the White Sox, Joe, took both of those games. And now um, both those teams move forward. But I, I thought that was a, might be a springboard series for the White Sox yesterday. That's interesting. There's a lot of people that are saying that here in Chicago. Maybe it's wishful thinking, but we'll see. They did come together, and Tim Anderson uh, had some big moments. And a lot of that was it was on the field, but it wasn't on the field stuff right. that was going on. So a lot, a lot of different opinions. I'll just say this on the whole thing. As far as the, the uh, this is the world we live in, I'm, I'm talking about outside of Tim Anderson and Josh Allison right now. The world we live in, but... You know, there's a lot of people that I wish would just, you can shut up. Every time there's something going on that may be controversial, it's okay to listen. It's okay to read. You don't have to throw out your strong opinion and say somebody's 100% wrong without getting all the facts and all the context involved. And I'm not sitting here defending Josh Donaldson at all. I'm just, but I'm saying is, most people that are making strong commentary on this have no idea what it's like to be Tim Anderson. We have 7% black players. It's a white man's mm-hmm. sport in Major League Baseball right now. So if he's hurt, you should just shut up and listen and let the man explain himself. I thought it was a great comment by White Sox closer Liam Hendricks. I mean, it, it's clear. These guys hate each other. They do. They do, and they have a history. Um, Donaldson calling it inside jokes. Inside joke when I was in Atlanta talking about his comments that he made in an interview from years ago, comparing himself to Jackie Robinson. But if you read the full context, it's not exactly what he was doing. He was just talking about bringing fun to baseball. Um, Yeah. I mean, they hate each other. You don't have inside jokes with people that you can't stand. Right. Like there's that, there's a lot of different layers to this. Donaldson's not the guy I'm going to go and back and be like, Oh, he was just kidding around. there's a reason he's gone from team to team to team to team. So, yeah. Yep. I mean, if Tim Anderson's hurt, if something bothers him and he's telling you that, it's okay to shut up and listen and let him explain himself, explain why. Yeah. And then he told everyone to shut the bleep up last night after his home run. So he Good. got the last laugh there. Yeah. Good. I love that. Also, like – when you don't like someone, do you really have inside jokes with them? Not really. Well, yeah, that's what Liam Hendricks I, said last night. He yeah, was, I mean, he, he was calling BS on that. On that, 
Yeah, yeah and there's a way. It like, sounds like to, a lot of BS. <laughs> yeah, and we'll get to the games. There's a way to like the, the word. Like obviously, Tim Anderson called himself. He compared himself to Jackie Robinson in that context, right? But like, if you or I say that, it's a fact. But I, I have a my guess is it was probably more of a condescending way he said it to him on the field. Hundreds. There's no doubt about right? that. like saying. Calling him Jackie is not, in in essence, condescending because he called himself. But like, it's the way you say it and why you say it. Like, there's that's why when I heard it all, I was like, "Yeah, Josh Donaldson's a jerk." <laughs> like, he just like there's a reason he's upset. Do you guys think Rob Manfred's going to do something here, or is he just going to be Manfred and hide under his office desk like he usually I, does? Yeah, I don't know. It's a difficult one because, again, it is. the word Jackie, there is nothing wrong with that, right? Especially when you go back to the interview. But, like, the condescending thought I have, that could warrant a suspension. Like, it's it's a very – it's a weird – I don't know. Is he going to suspend him for saying that? I think he's going to suspend him. I don't think it'll be multiple games. Yeah. It's my maybe, guess. Maybe that's it. And LaRusso came out hard right away saying he was racist. Right away. That was interesting. His words carry a lot of weight in the sport. Sure they do. So it's an interesting decision. I'm curious also, how baseball is going to handle this one. Probably good on Tony to back his player this time. Just just back him. Just, just back your player after last year. Yes. Just have his back and, and things will go your way. All right, let's dive into the baseball card today. We can start with the Yankees. I think that the, the number is interesting. Yankees off of getting swept yesterday in a doubleheader. Yankees only lost, what, before yesterday? Like 10 games the whole year and they lost two in one day. So obviously mm-hmm. a rare day for them. They've been off to a great start. They are home tonight against the Orioles. They are minus 335 on the money line. Garrett Cole, who's flying under the radar, pitching really well. It's like when Cole mm-hmm. isn't the best pitcher in baseball, everyone says he stinks. He's really good. Yeah. He's just really good. Um, and Lyles has been better than maybe the list we put him on to start the season, the LOL list. I think it's interesting. The other thing from this weekend, just quickly, because he'll play in this game tonight, the Orioles called up Adley Rushman, their, their rookie catcher that everyone's all excited about. People are jumping. His number changed like immediately in the rookie of the year odds. And I was like, can we see him wow. play first? Yeah. He went from 20 to 1 to 15, like right away when he came up. And I'm like. Did you saw, see the video over the weekend that the Orioles released of him getting Yes, the it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Did you see it, Aaron? I did not. So he was like, in a, they called him to the manager's office in AAA. And. It was almost like the manager was trying to tell him, like, to not try too hard, just to relax, or like he's. And then, like he, like you could tell he kind of roped him in, like he didn't really get it. He told and then me. he's like, "And hey, you're headed, you're going to the big leagues." And all of his teammates came Aww. in and like jumped on him. It was pretty. That's cool. awesome. I love that. These two teams have played each other like every, a lot. A lot. <laughs> like yeah. I'm getting deja vu talking about this. I'm like, how many times have these teams played each other? Would you look at um, Yankees minus one and a half first half run line? Minus 102. Did you say minus one and a half? Yeah. Okay. First uh, half run line. Minus 102. No. So, so the first five innings or the yes. full game. That's where I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. First five innings. First five innings minus a half then, right? Or minus it's one, one minus one and a half. Boy, no, I'm not in to lead by yeah, two after five. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way to get it close to even money. That's how big of right. a favorite they are. That, that's what I was asking, because usually with those 
half. Um, it's usually half. Fa- it's they usually changed. a half in the first yeah. five. For this specific instance, they made it one and a half. No, you can go has great- half result, but it's minus 210. So, yeah. yeah. Away from that one. Um, what do we think about the Phillies today? We've got Wheeler at Atlanta, and this Phillies offense, they're facing a, a lefty in Davidson. They're third in Major League Baseball OPS against lefties, right there with the White Sox. Wheeler's been awesome against the heart of the lineup of the Braves with Ozuna and Albies and Riley. Uh, Phillies minus 135. I, I, I think that's a pretty good play. I like the Phillies today. Uh, you see their win yesterday? Yes. Oh, my goodness. They were this – I mean, they should have gotten swept. I mean, there was a ground ball to second base. Muncie just throws to the first base that Phillies lose. Um, they wanted a crazy error there. But, I mean, there's an opportunity. I know the Mets won two out of three against the Rockies. There's an opportunity for someone in the NL East who's going to make a run now. The Mets are without Scherzer and DeGrom probably until August or at least, like, after the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting is the Braves won two or three from the Marlins. Now it's Phillies and the Braves. Like – Within a month, one of these teams is going to cut this Mets lead in half. I don't know who it's going to be. Maybe it's your Phillies, Joe. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, they got this. Uh, okay. So the Reds today, and Gutierrez is going for Cincinnati. He's got an 8.65 ERA, a 7.52 FIP. The Reds cannot hit left. They can't hit anybody, but they really can hit lefties. They're, they're less in every metric you want to take a look at. Way to run straight a plus, OPS, Woba. It's smiley. So there's that. But the Cubs are minus 118 against Gutierrez in his eight ERA, eight plus ERA. Any confidence in backing the Cubs today? Really. Nearly I don't a mind this. Against yeah, I don't Cincinnati. mind this. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and it's the lefty thing. If it was someone else pitching for the Cubs, one of their other guys, I probably wouldn't love it as much. I like that one. Okay. okay. Cubs today. Yankees, stuff to it's tough to jump on that one because of the number. We like the Phillies today. One more. Toronto Saint. What's the one you look at? One more. Okay. Do we just fade Archer? Is that where? Is that where? At? Have you seen his history against Detroit too? Eleven hundred OPS. They're hitting three fifty seven against him. Uh, Baez has been awesome. Awesome. So I don't. I mean, as a big dog, they're plus one sixty five on the money line. They're a dog that stood out to me, and it's just a fade archer thing. Do we know who's pitching for the um, Tigers today? Brisky? Brisky? Yeah. Yeah. Not a ton yeah, of confidence. I, I, I'm, I'm, seeing a, I'm seeing Twins minus 200. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Why is Archer minus 200? I don't know. I don't get that one. How's he been this year overall? I know he stinks against... Um, Archer, uh, 4.10 uh, earned run average. And- 5.83 FIP. Yep. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'll take Detroit. Yeah. I, 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 and the whip is almost 1.5 for um, for Archer so far. So, Toron- we've reached a point where the there's been an adjustment on Toronto. We have Toronto as a dog today in St. Louis, plus 108. Jose Barrios against uh, Mikolas today. Blue Jays Cardinals. That's a fun series. Number feels kind of low for the um, total. Only seven and a half. It's a lot of good offensive players in that game. Yeah, and are we seeing the adjustment on Barrios? I guess not if the total's that low. 
He was good his last start, but overall yeah. he has not had a good season. No, he has not been as good as expected. Doesn't it feel like seven and a half is a small number when you have all those Blue Jays bats? I know they haven't been great so far. You have Arenado, Goldschmidt's been on fire. They called up Gorman last week, one of their top hitting prospects. Feels like there's a lot of hitters in that game. I can see that. I was looking to see if the Blue Jays' odds are adjusting. They're not. They're still 10 to 1 fifth favorite. Yeah, I keep waiting for it too. Yeah. (laughs) Nope. I thought maybe they'd be more value. So the Giants got swept this weekend by the Padres at home. Giants are – they've fallen back a little bit to where they're playing like at an 88, 89 win pace, not 107 win pace. Mm-hmm. And the Mets have been great. So I thought there would be an adjustment today. It's not. It's Giants at home with Cobb. I'm seeing minus 148. Mets, David Peterson. I mean, I guess this is the adjustment on the Mets because their pitchers are all hurt now. So we're seeing these guys like David Peterson there. But I was like, oh, maybe we'll get some value on the this Giants. David now. Peterson. David Chicago Peterson. police. <laughs> Uh, yeah, not really interested in that one. I don't no. know. You know what? We'll we'll get to our homer props later during lightning bets. But it feels like the books are just taking every player, every player that can hit a home run, and like you're four to one. Everybody, I see Everybody's a lot of four, four to one. one. It's everybody's four to one today that I liked. I looked up like like in that four to one range. What do we do? Are we scared? I don't know. Give us some value, people. Come on. They're just afraid because they know Paul Aspen's got those Cabrian Hayes eight to ones every day. Robbing yeah. the books when he hits one. One of these days it's going to hit. <laughs> Wait, how many homers does he have this year? Zero. Still zero? Don't let him get hot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> get out of the way. Let him. I think they're like, at this point, go ahead. We're still at zero. He's going to start stacking oh, home Lord. runs one of these days. What's he, he? I think he's projected for 11 now this year. I mean, so. there is an opportunity. If he hits 11 the rest of the season, I mean, that's Ooh. like a lot 88 of units. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to bet him every day. <laughs> and what if he gets three one day? You're going to be so mad. Oh, God. Yeah, can't have that. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I think Fangrass rest of season has him projected for eight more. I shouldn't say more because he doesn't have any, but eight. <laughs> eight. <laughs> eight times zero, zero. Anything else? Uh, Gonzalez was really good against Oakland, but Seattle, I'm not looking to lay a, a price with them. I was looking at Arizona. They're sh- minus 116 against Granky, who's old now. Arizona hits right-handed pitching. Kind of like Arizona's better than I think people think. I feel, it was Sean Zarillo before the season who told us because they had a really bad year last year. I feel like it was him that said over 68 or whatever. He thought they were in the 70s as a, as a, a win total. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was it the other day? Ro, Johan, oh, who's the kid? Rojas in, against the Cubs. He had three home runs in one game. Like that, that Diamondback seems better than people think they are. Right? That's a short number tonight, them at home. Colorado like and them. Arizona. They're in fourth and fifth place, probably as expected. But they're one or two games under 500, the two of them. Division's insane. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, you might might have three teams win 88 or more, and then the bottom two teams are going to be close to 500. That's an incredible division. Yeah. That really is. We'll hit the uh, NBA draft combine next. Takeaways, thoughts on the number one overall pick next, right here on the BetQL Network. (laughs) 
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.